Hey guys, this is Jeff on TheWalkingCross.com. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'd like to talk about some things our pastor had talked about, and I'll try to get directly to the point. Uh, There's a lot of good information. Uh, you know, I glean a lot of information off the pastor that we have. He's a really knowledgeable guy, and I would encourage you to get behind somebody that's, um, you know, been in the ministry a long time. Have a mentor, have a pastor, have have a friend. Surround yourself with people that are in God, that are living their life, that are trying to be better. But you need to get behind somebody that's that's been in the ministry a long time. It just it just sows good seed into your life. I think our pastor, if I'm not uh, getting this wrong, has had like 40 years worth of experience. You know, and so there's something to be said for that, guys. So I hope you get behind somebody like that, and then you also meditate on God's Word. Meditate on the things that God shows you, that the Holy Spirit reveals to you. It's about sowing that good seed in your life. Well, with that being said, I am trying to get to directly the points today, so I'm going to try to go right into that. Uh, you know, one of the things he talked about, I wrote down some notes here. If you have God, you have everything that you need. You know, a lot of times he will talk about, you know, uh, the different stories of the Bible. But, you know, it's really true that if you have God in your life, you really have everything. You know, if you don't have God, you really don't have anything. And I always mention this because I don't want, I want you, I don't want you to miss the opportunity. You know, if Christ is, uh, if you're, not in Christ, and you're wondering, you know, is Christ real? He is real, and He is, He can be your Savior. He died on the cross for your sins. God rose Him up from the grave, but He died on the cross for you. And if you'll just take that time to, to for, uh, ask for forgiveness and receive Him as your Lord and Savior, It'll be the best decision that you've ever made. And I encourage you to do that. Take a look at Romans 10. I like to uh, talk about that chapter. Uh, and also John 3.16, talking about how to receive God. But anyway, I want to get back into the message here. If you have God, you have everything that you need. You know, we have to build our faith by our practice. We have to keep practicing faith. We have to keep practicing prayer. So well, what do you mean prayer and faith? You know, if you, and I mentioned this before, if you're going to say that you love somebody, you have to hang out with them, right? You have to be want, wanting to be around them. You know, if you want to grow in God, you got to surround yourself with, with godly people. Well, maybe you don't have to, but it's good that you do. And you need to spend time in the Word. You need to spend time in prayer. But you know, when you want to get closer to somebody, you do things that would make you closer. You put yourself in a situation where good things can happen. So I'd like to encourage you to challenge your faith where you're at. Just say a little prayer. Talk to God. You know, give God a little bit more of your life. You know, I say give him a little bit more of your life. Give him your whole life. But, you know, sometimes when we get going and things is going in our life, we just, we don't take time to pray. We don't take time to say, God, thank you for everything. I just want to say thank you for where I'm at. And also, just saying a little prayer on something like, you know, Lord, help me with this. I, I see that I'm struggling here. I ask you just to be with me and help me, Lord. 
And I really believe if you come at it from that and you choose your focus that you're willing to change, I believe God will show up in that environment because you're asking from that, that humble heart. I really believe that. I believe he has grace. Grace is unmerited favor. But when you put yourself in that position of God, here's the issue you've showed me that I need to change. I don't know how to change it. Show me how to do that. Open my heart and my mind up to showing me what I need to do. And, you know, just be willing to make that first step. You know, but I got a note down here. It says, it says he would have passed them by, but they bid him come in. You know, there was, there's a situation or story in the Bible that talks about that Jesus was walking on the water and his disciples was in the boat and they bid him come in. You know, and he would have passed them by if they hadn't said anything. Don't let Jesus pass you by. Jesus is there for you. In whatever area, what, whatever situation you're in, you know, a lot of people think they're just too dirty. God knows what you're doing. God knows where you're at. You're not hiding anything from God. So just ask God to just help you where you're at, and be willing to try to try to change. You're not going to have all the answers. Maybe you don't even know the first step. Let me tell you the first step. In a lot of cases, it's just crying out to God and saying, God, here I am. I don't know what to do. Show me where I need to change. And help me understand what that next step is. And sometimes it's not knowing all the answers. It's just knowing the next step and then ask God for the next step. You have to learn to depend, to have faith, to walk it out, to even say, God, if you don't show up in this, I know I need you in every area of my life. I need you now in this. I need you to come into my life and show me what I need to do. But if you don't show up, I know I need you in this. You know, if you can get like that, I believe God will hear you. I believe he'll be there for you. But you got to be willing. you got to be willing to open up. You know, a lot of people, they, they may want to pray, and they just want to see God move. That's all that, you know, they don't want to do anything. They just want to see God move. Well, now, I mean, I really believe the Bible says that faith without works is dead. Well, what does that mean, that faith don't work? No. Sometimes when you don't work, your faith toward God to give you something that you're not willing to work for may be diminished, may be little. Let me say this in another way. How can you have faith for God when you're not even willing to do some of the things that God asks you to do? Show, show that you're working. You're, you're willing to do some of the things that God says. I say some of the things because we need to start where we're at. Be willing to do all the things that he wants you to do. But wherever you're at, start. Don't feel like you have to have it all together. God accepts the people where they're at and changes the person. And let's just be honest, guys. Guys, gals, girls, men, women. If we don't have God, come on now. We don't have no righteousness in and of ourselves. It's through Christ that we're righteous. And, you know, if you have Christ, the righteousness that you have is in Christ. It's not in yourself. 
It's not in yourself. Without Christ, we are not righteous. It's through his righteousness. And that's what makes us clean is through Christ alone. Receiving him. Hope this means something to you, but I'm trying, I'm trying to get into other things. But the Bible talks about praying without ceasing. Well, what does that mean to you? I think to me it's personal meaning get to the point where you're constantly consulting God. Not just gimme, 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 you know. The Lord show me what I need to do. Lord, what what do you think on this? What do I need to do here? Walk with me. Talk with me as a friend. You know, I believe that God wants to be that friend for you, not just a savior, savior for you, but he wants a personal relationship with you. But I believe pray without ceasing just means just be in constant meditation and prayer and what God wants. Draw closer to God. Ask God what he really wants. When it gets to the point where you're asking God and you're really wanting to please God, I believe things will just stop, start clicking with you. It starts clicking. You know, I mean, you could tell a lot by somebody's conversation of whether they're spending time with God or not. You can tell a lot by what somebody is talking about or what they love. Well, it's the Bible talks about love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. I believe that's, I may be getting that a little bit wrong. It's paraphrasing a little bit. Love the Lord thy God with all thy, all thy might. I'm going to have to look that up, guys. So I looked that up. And I had to because I really needed to do that. I usually can quote this verse, but for some reason, so that's what I'm talking about, guys. Uh, for some reason, I couldn't today. You know, we don't have to be perfect. We just have to start. We have to try where we're at. Matthew 22 and 37, King James Bible says, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Well, how do you do that? Well, I, in my personal opinion, I think it's seeking God. Uh, to be honest with you, it's a start anyway. Seeking God. And what do you mean seeking God? Well, seeking the things of God. Doing the actions that you feel like that he would want you doing. Studying the things that you need to do. Doing the right things that you know is right and not wrong. Spending time with people that are godly people. You know, trying to make yourself better. And trying to pray and ask God, say, what do I need to change? You know, show me some things that I need to do. Mature me, Lord, to, to help me get past some of these struggles. And, and then turn away from the things that, that are causing you trouble. That are causing you to be away from God. That are separating you from God. Putting you further from Him. Don't keep those things. Get rid of them. I believe it's important that we specifically ask for the things we want. You know, there's a story in the Bible about uh, Bartimaeus. He cried out. The crowd was pressing in. He cried out. It was probably super loud. This is what our pastors talk about. This is some of the notes that I wrote down here. Actually, it's all the notes I wrote down. For the most part, the man cried out to Jesus. And Jesus stopped and helped him. You know, there was a point, it was loud, the man cried out, and the story basically is that they was basically saying, you know, calm down here, you know, stop, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, putting it in my own terms, but yeah, he's, you know, calm down, he's busy, basically. 
But he cried, cried out the much louder, the much more. He cried out the much more. You know, when you're serious about something, you will push in. Push in where you're at. You know, you say you love God. Oh, I plan on going to church. I, you know, the, I just don't really want to be around this person or that person. You know, it is not about the person. It's about doing what you're supposed to do. If you don't want to go to one church and God's not leading you that way, well, pray about it. But you got to move. You got to press in. You got to try that much more. If you're going to wait for things to be perfect, there's not going to be a perfect time, most of the time, to do the right thing. You need to do the right thing now. I hope you all get that. And I'm talking, I'm preaching myself too. I'm talking to you guys more than preaching. I look at it as just things that we can do in our walk right now. But Mark 10, I want to read that to you. I'm going to be talking about that just for a minute. And I wrote down a note here. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timothus, I may have got that wrong, forgive me guys, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know, sometimes that's what we have to do is we have to cry out, have mercy on me. When's the last time you're humbled just to break down and say, God, help me where I'm at. Clean me up. I just, I just let you have control of my life. I hope you guys have got something from that. You know, the, the pastor was talking about a few different words or several words. He was talking about pity, a petition that Barnabas had, the power of Jesus and the promptness of uh, Barnabas. You know, Stay in tune. Stay focused on what we need to focus on. And I want you to know that all things are possible with God. But if you want to, if you want to uh, get close to God, you got you need to do the things that God would have you do. Pray. Focus on Him. Do the things that you need to do. Don't just let it be lip service. But I want to mention just a few more things, and I'll try to be quick here. But in Second Corinthians six. And verse 17, it says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. You know, you need to be separate. Come out from the uncleanness. And I'm going to go over here to 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 22. It says, Abstain from all appearance of evil. Start where you're at and start moving those things that are separating you from God away from you. You know, stop focusing on the wrong things. Start focusing on the right things by doing the right things. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, if you commit your works unto God, he will direct your thoughts. I hope you guys get something from this, but it's about meditation. It's about focus. But number one, it's about receiving Christ as your Lord and Savior into your life. I'd encourage you to look at Romans 10, John 3, 16. That's, that's the first thing that you need to do is receive Christ in your heart and life. Ask him to forgive you and receive him into your heart. 
Guys, I hope you got something from this. This is Jeff from thewalkingcross.com. Hope you're having a great day, and I hope you'll have a great uh, rest of the day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.